What's up, QAA listeners? The fun games have begun. I found a way to connect to the internet. I'm sorry, boy. Welcome, listener, to Premium Chapter 223 of the QAnon Anonymous podcast, the Sissy Hypno episode. As always, we are your hosts, Jake Rokotansky, Liv Aker, Julian Fields, and Travis View. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. My last confession was one year ago, after a traumatic sissy hypnosis experience. You might not know what this is, but if porn is an illness, sissy hypno is cancer. It can be explained as media that destroys lives, produced by malignant people without any ethics or morals. Unfortunately, I've used these kind of hypnosis videos for a long time. I did not realize that I had a problem until I almost had a mental breakdown induced by those videos. I first came in contact with porn when I was about 12. I'm 23 now. I even bought magazines in shops when I was about 14. I do not know if the owners of the shops thought that I'm older or that they frankly did not give a fuck. Later I accessed porn over the internet, which was a novelty back then. It started with softcore and evolved into different fetishes. Even during school I watched extreme porn and I was masturbating compulsively several times a day. I started cross-dressing for fun. Nothing serious. It was something that was probably connected to a bad childhood experience that I do not remember anymore, but I was told about it. On the other side, I started porn-induced self-harming behavior, which I could stop years later. During my time in the military, I had little to no access to porn, and it made me a stronger person. This is probably the reason that I also met my first steady girlfriend at the time. It did not last very long, but it was a good relationship. Later at university, I unfortunately started my bad habits again. This included joining transgender forums, because I slipped into sissy porn. Probably it was curiosity paired with bad influence from porn sites. As you can imagine, it was a time filled with anxiety. I remember that over a decade ago, I found a hypnosis video on YouTube. It was about changing your gender. But honestly, I did not believe it works, and I thought if it works, it only lasts for the duration of the 30-minute hypnosis. I listened several times and I found myself thinking I was born a woman and even wondered if I have a pussy after that. I also had a delusion that I have long legs and I bought some pieces of female clothing and other stuff. The funny thing is, I figured that out over a decade later. I believed that those thoughts were my thoughts, and I believed that made-up experiences really happened. Now I realize that I had a depression that was caused by body dysmorphia, and the body dysmorphia was caused by this hypnosis. Later I discovered hypnosis recordings by a hypnodom, which were also about gender change. As I listened to the other hypnosis before, I believed that this is something I want and something I like. Basically the lies I believed made me believe other, more extreme lies, and the only thing they gave me, besides new fetishes, were anxiety, stress, panic attacks, and occasional depression. Also these recordings made me believe that all these things were my ideas, something I realized a lot later. But many things make more sense when you look back. Saying these words makes me realize that I went through hell and didn't even know it. About one and a half years ago, I had a couple of failed relationships behind me. I met the wrong women because I listened to hypnosis that made me believe that it is good to be treated like shit. Which led me to a dark spot, looking for more hypnosis files, and I found some extreme files that can be described as personality erasure. I did not know the exact content, and I thought they were just about feminization, but I believed blindly that those are some fun files. Also, the internet was full of wrong information about the files to lure people in, so that the person making these files can cash in. It is insane in a dreadful way, and fighting the compulsion slash addiction symptoms that are created by hypnosis is absolutely the toughest thing I've ever done in my life. It's a fight between life and death, extreme anxiety, insomnia, being unsure if I will be able to live a normal life again. 
This isn't just quitting porn, it's quitting death and fighting for sanity. When you start dreaming about those hypnosis files, and when you start hearing voices like a schizophrenic, and this never happened before, you definitely know something is very wrong. I feel like I've let everyone down. Family, friends, myself. People that know me look at me and think that I'm just normal, but it is just so far from the truth, and I just can't seem to find an antidote for this. Do you have any words on this? What should I do? This is not, if you couldn't guess already, actually a recording of Julian going into a Catholic confessional. This is an account I found online of an individual who is struggling with the consumption of quote-unquote sissy hypnosis videos. They posted it to a forum called NoFap, a large community slash support group for people trying to quit porn. So originally they weren't addressing the Lord because I, I can't think of anything sadder than trying to talk to God through the NoFap forum. There is a lot of religious posting on there, but I think this one was secular. This one was justified yeah, on secular yeah, yeah. grounds. That makes sense. I mean, there are so many things that I have to say about that. The, the fact that it seems like this person's main issue is shame over their desires. Because, listen, I think we're all, you know, versed in looking at porn online. But I don't usually find out things that weren't there before. You know, it's just you kind of find out what you like already or whatever. And there's just so much shame involved here. And, you know, they use the word dysmorphia. I would say maybe there's more dysphoria involved. Now, then the the voices, perhaps we do have some mental illness. 23 is around the age that stuff like schizophrenia can start to happen. Then you're going to the army, a place where it's hardly, you know, accepting of these kinds of things. But, uh, you know, other people don't just uh, go, oh, yeah, I just want to be hypnotized into being a sissy because I think it's fun. It's like, no, you you, you got some sort of desire there, and that, that's totally fine. And people don't just start cross-dressing uh, unless they want to, you know? But, man, I do not miss being 23. Holy <laughs> shit. Lost boys, for sure. This is definitely something that these types of posters probably need to be told, but unfortunately, not the things that they are getting on these forums. Mm. Well, maybe I should register my account on NoFap. <laughs> but posts about people's compulsive usage of these sort of hypnosis videos are surprisingly common on these forums. Hordes of cisgendered heterosexual men claiming they have been brainwashed into questioning their gender identity and sexuality. Some even arguing they've been brainwashed into compulsively cross-dressing and even seeking out men for sex. Mmm, yeah, it happens to all of us. Yeah, it was, it was the Suzy Hypno videos. That was what did it. Yeah, you speak to the wrong person and then suddenly you crave the cock. These supposed sissy hypno addicts have even formed dozens of their own support groups, with thousands of men flocking to online spaces, unified through their mutual compulsive consumption of hypnosis suggestion videos, which tell them to feminize themselves and engage in the passive sexual role with other men. Now on its own, sissy hypno is a pretty small and, you know, pretty weird porn category related to a sexual desire, which isn't that surprising to hear people have. Yeah, of course. It's, it's literally just like letting go of... You know, the whole like male armor, you know, the whole identity of, of being male and staying tough and stuff. But what's funny is that it's so specific, right? It's like, listen, even if you want to be a bottom or a sub in a heterosexual relationship doesn't necessarily mean that you're gay. But yeah, a lot of these people either, you know, are experiencing dysphoria or they're experiencing repressed homosexuality. It's kind of fascinating how like the whole thing is reversed, right? It's mm -hmm. like the internet made me into this. Mm -hmm. Not the internet made me into a nofap guy who now like feels horrible. And the military and my family and my entire social surroundings made me feel guilty for this stuff that I started enjoying watching. 
No. Have you considered that it's the devil or some secularized iteration of, of the devil? I always consider it's the devil when it's an episode you wrote. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's so interesting about this tiny porn category is the reactions to it, which are oftentimes surprisingly conspiratorial in nature. So join me as I go down a rabbit hole into a video format that has convinced some straight men they're being brainwashed into becoming trans, and has even led conservative colonists like Rod Dreher to describe it as helping cause the downfall of Western civilization. <laughs> oh, that's that's what it is, and not the the overwhelming influx of like fucking my stepsister videos that are just yeah ba that that basically is just porn now. Yeah, Western civilization <laughs> would be standing very very tall right now if it was just all about your stepsister getting caught in the dryer. <laughs> <laughs> Sissy hypnosis. Importantly, the main examples we have of people talking about their struggles with Sifzi Hypno are in what are called no-fap forums. The word fap, for those unaware, is internet speak for jerking off. I, I had no, no idea. <laughs> no-fap is essentially a broader community hosted on its own website, as well as a large subreddit with over 1 million subscribers, made for people struggling with porn use. It's a support group filled with memes about the effects of porn, personal stories of how people manage to quit their porn use, and many people asking for help, giving personal accounts of how porn has negatively affected their lives. And many of these stories relate to porn harming their inhibition control, providing a very easily accessible, short-term source of gratification that makes it harder for them to complete boring but necessary tasks, you know, like studying, exercising, cleaning their room, etc. Yeah. I think Travis and I saw a speaker at the Sedona Alien Q conference who was like a sexual kung fu guy. Yeah. And he was, ba I mean, it's basically, he was like basically the melding of like new age plus no fap. And I remember he said some insane thing about like holding in your orgasm so that you're like, your ejaculate basically shoots up into your spine. He, he was on some yes. weird shit. Do you remember that? That, Travis? Yeah, I do. I mean, sort of. I might have suppressed part of that trip, and that was certainly part of it. Um, so yeah, vaguely. You have been listening to a sample of a premium episode of QAnon Anonymous. We don't run any advertising on the show, and we'd like to keep it that way. For five bucks a month, you'll get access to this episode, a new one each week, and our entire library of premium episodes. So head on over to patreon.com slash QAnon Anonymous and subscribe. Thank you. Thanks. I love you. Jake loves you. <laughs> <laughs>